Hello, this is the Truth Talk Podcast. I am Bennett Joseph, a follower of Jesus Christ. If you're looking for encouragement, biblical insights, and a faith-based conversation, then you've just come to the right place. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Truth Talk. I am so happy to meet you in another episode. So we've been seeing about the calling of God that is over our lives, not yet too much into it, but we've been preparing for, I believe we've been looking into it for more than a year, and I believe that it's helped a lot, it's helped me so much, and I've grown so much in the Lord to to know that there are so many things that we need to look into in order to know what we are really called to do in the Lord, and it is one of the most important things as we move forward in our lives so today we're going to continue with it there's something really special that god gave to me that i believe is going to help a lot of people to know the truth and i believe that that truth is very essential for us to have a freedom uh, a, a breakthrough in our lives so we can really live the life that god wants us to live so as the title goes it's the question that god asked me are you really saved? And the moment God asked me that question, I, I didn't know what to do. Like, so many thoughts came into my mind. Am I really saved? Like, why is God asking me this? Aren't I saved? Like, I do believe in Jesus, don't I? So why is God really asking me this question? And and I was choked and I was just standing there before God, not knowing what to answer him back and knowing the situation. He replied saying, turn to Ezekiel 47. And and at that moment, I just turned to Ezekiel 47. And today, we're going to expound on Ezekiel 47 and, and see deeper, go deeper into the Word of God and know the truth and find the real meaning of what it is to be saved and how God looks at it. So turn with me to Ezekiel 47 verse 1. It goes like this. Then he brought me back to the entrance of the temple. I noticed that water was flowing from under the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. The water was flowing down from under the right side of the temple from south of the altar. Now, the first verse of this chapter talks about the origin or the source from which the water was coming out. Uh, This is basically a vision that Ezekiel saw when he was on this earth and he records a river, a water flowing out from the temple and and the first verse talks about the source or the origin of the the water and he says that it is from within the temple of God and if we look at the design and the layout of the temple that was at that time, we see that the description, based on the description that Ezekiel is giving, he is referring to the cornerstone. It is coming from underneath at the corner of the of the temple, which is basically where the cornerstone of any building that was built at that time used to be. And he's referring to the cornerstone. Also, he's saying that it is underneath the threshold of the temple, which is basically like the main gate or the main main door of the temple is saying from underneath coming right through it and and if we see these two important uh, description that Ezekiel is giving are a direct reference to Jesus Christ it says like this in John chapter 10 verse 9 and in Ephesians 2 20 let me read it for you in John 10 9 it says Jesus says like this I am the door 
if anyone enters through me he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture and Ephesians 2:20 says because you have been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone so we see that Jesus Christ in both of these verses is referred to as the door or the threshold and the cornerstone so when i understood that okay the water is coming from within jesus and jesus is is the source of this water the very next question that i asked god was what does the water mean who what does this water signify and and the and the answer that that the, the holy spirit gave to me was i am the water which is the holy spirit himself is the water and also the question that i asked was what does it mean for the water to come out from the temple and the holy spirit revealed to me and said that when jesus died on the cross we see that the so many things happened there was thunder there was a darkening of the whole whole place and and then there was lightning and and the earth shook and as a part of it there was also some significance in the temple because the the veil that separated the the different regions of the temple that was torn by by half it just split and opened and what does it mean is is shown you what it really means is that the presence of god that was only limited to the temple that is temple was the only place where the presence of god thrived that is where god dwelt uh, among the children of israel all right from moses he was in the tabernacle and and after king david in the in the temple but it was always limited to that one place it was not out of that place but after jesus died on the cross and whoever believes in him now has access to the same presence of god that was only limited to the temple but now that presence of god is flowing out through the holy spirit as a river as a water it is just gushing out of the temple and that is what the first verse talks about it talks about the water that is the holy spirit flowing out from the temple from the chief cornerstone that is jesus and 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 in the verses that i described to you it says i am the door and whoever believes in me he is saved so he is talking about saved he's talking about door and we related that to Ezekiel 47 where what is coming out of that door is the holy spirit so we see that the fullness of salvation is not just limited to we saying i believe in jesus but it is more than that and it is something pertaining to the holy spirit so so holy spirit continues speaking to me and and he told me that the water that is coming out it is it is so much so much powerful and the holy spirit right now is is so prominent and he's so so much so much out there like when jesus said to the disciples in in john 15 he says that it is better for me to go that the counselor might come he's saying that me jesus i am only limited to one person but when the holy spirit comes he can empower everybody to be more than me and that's why jesus says you will do greater things than me and And the Holy Spirit is so prominent he is so much willing to do so much in us and the Holy Spirit said this to me that that he is so jobless right now you know he has so much potential he has so much in him that he wants to do through us and the will of God there is so much in the heart of God and in the mind of God that he wants to accomplish in our lives through our lives but we hardly even 
look about that we hardly even see see to what the holy spirit is wanting to do in our lives we are not using him at all that's what that is the burden of god right now we are not using the holy spirit to the potential that he can that he can be used in like sometimes we just think that holy spirit is is limited to to church to worship or prayer or or our or our default things that we think is christianity that we think okay this is what jesus is this is what god is and and we just limit him to that space but the truth is the holy spirit is not limited to those things he is willing to be a part of our complete lives from the moment we get up every day to the moment we sleep throughout the day 24 by 7 we can completely be dependent on the holy spirit and the holy spirit wants to be a part of our lives throughout the day not just in moments when we pray when we have our personal times with jesus when we when we read the word of god when we go to church or we sing to and praises to him not just in those little little moments but throughout the day in everything we do and i be, and i think that this this revelation is so much missing in in the body of christ that you know we we always limit god to these things to okay he's only for pastors he's only for these called people to these ministers but the truth is the very reason why jesus died on the cross is so that the the presence of god and the holy spirit was only coming upon certain people in the old testament we see the spirit of god was upon david the spirit of god was upon samuel the spirit of god was upon saul and 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 these prophets and these priests it was very very selective god used judges or or priests or prophets very few people in the world to do his will but now through jesus that is completely transformed and everyone who believes in jesus has a part to play that is why in the new testament paul says that that we are all members of Christ Jesus we are members of the body of Christ that is what makes the church everyone is called every single person who believes in Jesus has a purpose has a meaning has a calling over the, his life and that is why this whole series is about that what are we called to do in the in the body of Christ and i believe that we can never achieve that we can never be a part of that body in the true potential that we have to excel without the holy spirit without leaning on him 24 by 7 because only the holy spirit can help us understand that only the holy spirit can reveal that truth to us and enable us to function in the calling and in the will of god that he has kept for us and and it really is is something we need to look into that the holy spirit with all his potential with all his burden and with all his power and glory and might we are not using him at all we just we just ignoring him most of the time we're quenching him and we just we're just putting him aside we're going to our lives and just doing what we want but the truth is holy spirit wants to be a part of our lives if in the whole, in the bible we see so many instances where, where the spirit of god moves and and in the prophets so many mighty mighty miracles red sea splitting and and so many miracles time and time again throughout the bible we see miracles wonders amazing things but all of that was in a time when the holy spirit was not so prominent when the holy spirit was not was not completely out there in the world but today he is and we don't see that 
we don't see all those signs and wonders as much as it was in the in the biblical times but the real reality that it should be is it should be the other way around where we should be more than what the bible records that the miracles and signs and wonders that's happening right now should be more than what is recorded in the bible because the holy spirit is so much more available to us he is accessible to us before it was very limited and now he is accessible everybody can access the holy spirit you just have to believe in jesus and the holy spirit is there for you we have that access and yet we don't use him and and the moment i realized this this truth i just i really had this conviction and and i repented before god and said god i am so sorry that that i have been a victim of this wrong mindset wrong lie that the hp has put that the holy spirit is only limited to certain places but actually if you look in the word of god we will find that many people the people called by god were not doing things that only pertain to what we think is church what we think is what god wants us to do for example let's take daniel he was above the governors and he was in charge over all that happened in the palace and he was above all the officials and he was the right hand to the king not just one he was there for three kings one after the other and he was not even part of that country he was from israel taken as a captive to the country and he reigned as a as a predominant ruler in the right hand to the king he took over all the administration and he was there and the holy spirit used him he was a prophet he he talked about the second coming of jesus christ and all the things that are ha- that are mentioned in the revelation book so much coherence with between the book of daniel and the book of revelation so much revelation was in daniel and yet he was functioning as a right hand to the king not just one to three kings many officials went kings kept changing but daniel was constant there that's the power of the holy spirit that is what god wants to do in our lives if you take paul paul was a tent maker if you take luke luke was a doctor and all these people Peter was a fisherman although he didn't go into fishing but Luke and and Paul they were all tent making they Luke was a doctor while he was doing it while he was preaching the gospel while he was walking in the calling of God what i'm trying to say is the holy spirit is not limited to what we think he wants us to do we think he only is limited to church to his preaching the gospel or prophesying or, or all these things yes all of that is very true i'm not saying that is not but i'm saying let's not limit the holy spirit to just that because the real relationship we have with the holy spirit grows when we allow him into every part of our lives and and as i said i repented and then i i made sure okay from now i'm going to ask the holy spirit to to just help me in everything i do and i'm not saying i'm i'm, I'm super awesome every time i'm doing it yes we all have our shortcomings but i would say i started i started to walk with that that with jesus christ with the holy spirit and god surprised me Yes word he helped me in everything like in my exams he didn't help me cheat okay <laughs> or something like that he didn't give me the question paper beforehand something like that not like that but he did help me with studying 
there's so much to learn in my college and and for my end semester exams he would give me strategies to say this is what you have to learn or or, or learn this way give more focus to this and, and and i would do that i would just learn in the way god shows me in that strategy i would learn and i would ace the exams i would do so well in my exam not just academics even in sports i'm not so good with basketball but i like basketball okay i i wanted to learn it god opened doors he he helped me put up a hoop in my home and and i'm playing but the moment i started playing to the moment right now i've improved so much not because i saw some videos or i did something but every day when i play i would say holy spirit would you teach me would you, i i love you into this place even right now teach me god and as i played i would get these inspirations from within the holy spirit would talk to me from within as an inner voice he would say do this do that try it this way now you have to do it this way or he was like a coach to me and 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 you might think why would god want to do this because he loves us he wants to be a part of us he wants to be a part of our lives and and he wants to enjoy and 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 he wants to be a part of us and and seeing us happy makes him more happy than you think sometimes we just hate ourselves so much we just disappoint god more than we sin when we say that i am useless because guess what when you say you're useless you are directly criticizing god saying what you made on this earth what you did in me is pointless that's what you're saying you're disappointing god but when you go hand in hand with the holy spirit and when you walk with him man that's so awesome it's an amazing journey and guess what He helped me with coding. I don't even know coding. He helped me. He gives me all these ideas and solutions and logics. God is so good. And and he's not limited to church. He is not limited to prayer. Yes, he is very much involved in all of that. But I believe that this revelation that the Holy Spirit needs to be in every part of our life. not just limited to that one single things to those little parts of our lives but throughout completely we are completely leaning on the holy spirit to do anything and everything in from the tiniest decision to the biggest decision of your life lean on the holy spirit allow him give him that space and he will surprise you as to what he can do through your life and moving forward coming back to the question are you really saved now why i was talking about all of this is because the truth of the matter is salvation as we read in Ezekiel 47:1 is not just to the point where we say i believe in you and it's over no jesus yes when we say i believe in you jesus and when you really accept him as the lord and savior of your life he comes into your life he is the lord and savior of your life all that is true but that is only the starting point we end up the whole salvation process in the starting point itself and we carry on with our own lives we do our own things we forget jesus we forget the holy spirit but the truth is jesus died on the cross for holy spirit to come into this earth for the holy spirit to be available and accessible to everybody who believes in jesus that is the true meaning of salvation so the question are you really saved can be truly answered the moment you really 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 depend on the holy spirit in 
every part of your life when salvation takes its next level of holy spirit being your 24 by 7 companion you are in constant relationship constant communion with the holy spirit and when that happens then we have truly experienced salvation salvation to the point where we only believe in jesus is not really salvation because the true meaning of salvation is fulfilled when we are walking with the holy spirit when we are leaning on the holy spirit in everything that we do that is when we truly can understand and truly can know what it is to be saved by jesus because our life becomes so beautiful and and he starts making all these wonderful wonderful things in our lives he just makes our life so beautiful interesting every single day he surprises you and and when you do that even reading the word of god spending time with god gets so much more exciting because every time i read the word of god and i say holy spirit speak to me I want to hear from you. When you say that, these revelations, all these revelations, even Isaiah 47 right now, that is an outcome of this relationship I have with the Holy Spirit. Because without the Holy Spirit, none of this is part is possible. This podcast is impossible. Whatever we do for Jesus is impossible. So we need we need him in every step of our lives. And and I encourage you and I just implore you, please use the holy spirit don't leave him jobless he is like just wanting to do so much for us and we don't use him at all so right now shall we bow down and surrender and say god i'm ready to use you father we come before you and we thank you for this time we thank you for this time that you've given us father everybody who is listening me father i pray that your blessing your your provision your goodness your faithfulness will be upon them god and as we as we understood this truth this revelation god straight from the heart of god that salvation is not limited to the moment we say i believe in jesus but it's a lifelong process god it's an everyday process as we walk with the holy spirit that is when salvation attains it its fullness it's it's completeness god so we surrender to you holy spirit we welcome you into our lives and we say god we give you every part of our lives not one piece of it we're going to leave it god we are going to give every part of our lives to you and we are going to use you completely we are going to make sure that you are in our lives from the moment we get up every day to the moment we get go back to bed every day father we submit our lives completely help us to continue this god that we will be in constant communion and in relationship with the holy spirit and enable us and strengthen us to be rooted in the word of god to be in constant communion with the holy spirit you take over all of our lives let your name be glorified god help us to know more about you and and to grow in you god we thank you we give you all the glory all the honor and all the praise and in jesus mighty name we thank and we pray amen